So thank you so much for uh, letting us come. We really have enjoyed, uh, again, being here. And this has been a different, um, uh, kind of a, a different thing that we do. Usually we were at a church for one service, uh, and we do our missions presentation, and I preach, and then we leave. And, um, and so uh, we've been able to do some seminar things that most of the things that we did yesterday, and we, uh, we can't do them overseas because uh, sometimes we're underground. Uh, if we get caught in some countries we're in, uh, <clears throat> we could get in serious trouble, even prison. So it's not like you can go out on the street and you can, uh, you know, um, I know YWAM does. They, they're not scared of nothing. Uh, they go right out there, and the group that was in Bangladesh, some of them got beat up. Uh, uh, they they kept on preaching on the street, and the Muslims got so mad. Uh, they made them so mad that they did get beat up, a bunch of them. Uh, and, uh, but I don't want to get beat up. Uh, if the Lord tells me to go out there and get beat up, he'll do it. But uh, he hadn't told me yet. If he did, I didn't hear him. Amen. But uh, there are those that, that will do that. Praise God. Thank you, Pastor, your lovely wife. I was asking my wife on the way up here, uh, down here, we come from Michigan. I asked her, I said, I don't think I ever met his wife when I was there the Sunday. And he, she told me what she looked like. And I'm like, oh, I see a thousand people that looks like that, women, but none like her. Uh, and so we're glad to finally make her acquaintance and the young son. So if you have your Bibles, turn to Matthew chapter 15, verse 22 through 28. We want to tell you, visitors, again, thank you for being here. Uh, and uh, you're the most, beside the Lord, you're the most important person that's in the service today. Amen? If we don't have visitors, we, we're, we're a dying church. And uh, we're glad that you're here and very thankful uh, that you took out of your busy schedule uh, to come. And uh, what a tremendous worship service. Wow, wow. I'll say it backwards. Wow, wow, tremendous. <laughs> Chapter 15 of Matthew, verse 22 through 28. And behold, a woman of Canaan came out of the same coast and cried unto him, saying, Have mercy upon me, Lord, thou son of David. My daughter is grievously vexed with the devil. But he answered her not a word, and his disciples came and besought him, saying, Send her away, for she crieth after us. But he answered and said, I am not sent, but unto the lost sheep of the house of Israel. Then came she and worshipped him, saying, Lord, help me. But he answered and said, It is not meet to take the children's bread and to cast it to the dogs. And she said, Truth, Lord, yet the dogs eat of the crumbs which fall from the ma their master's table. Then Jesus answered and said unto her, Great is thy faith, be it unto thee, even as thy will. And her daughter was made whole from that very hour. Lord, we thank you for your word and your anointing upon it. And in the name of Jesus, we bind every spirit that would oppose the work of God, whether it be human or demonic. We thank you for allowing us to be a conduit through which your word, your anointing, your power can flow. We lose the gift of faith in this house, Lord. We pray that it operates, Lord, that 
that ministry takes place of all kinds. Whatever you want to do, Jesus, we want you to do it, Lord. Do what you're famous for in this house. And we thank you for it in Jesus' name. Amen. Clap your hands to the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. According to history, the Gentiles were looked upon by the Jews with great contempt and were called and counted as dogs. When the Syrophoenician woman came to Jesus for healing and deliverance of her daughter who was under oppression and torment of an evil spirit, that woman was not an Israelite. She was not a Jew. This means that she had no covenant relationship with God. She had no claim on Jesus or any miracle or act of deliverance that was part of his ministry. You have to understand that with, uh, with Jesus, she was outside the covenant of God and therefore was unclean. And Jesus used very uncomplimentary language in speaking to her. He said, it's not meat, it's not good to take the children's bread and to throw it to the little dogs in the original. She knew full well what he was calling her. Now, I want you to know that if someone is calling another person uh, uh, here, we say, oh, yo, dog, what's up, dog? And I've heard people say, yo, dog. And I'm thinking, like, who's barking? You know, kids, maybe, you know, that's valley talk. You know, I'm, I'm older, you know. Uh, uh, and... Uh, and so maybe they say something else now, and I sure don't want to know what it is because I won't be able to say it. But, but people go around and they, they say those things, you know, hey, dog, what's up, dog? I thought I'd do it again since y'all seem to like that. Uh, but, but in the Middle East and uh, where we're from and where we live, it's ten times more as insulting than it is here because their dogs are not favored animals. Uh, you know, um, she didn't argue uh, with him, but she gave him an amazing response. She said, and I quote, true, Lord, I won't dispute the point. Yet even the little dogs eat the crumbs which fall from their master's table. The word bread there is artos, which means a loaf of bread. The Bible says in St. John chapter 1, verse 11 and 12, that he came unto his own, and his own received him not, but to them that received him. To them gave he power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on his name. I'm so glad today that we can have everything that belongs to him. Amen. He will give us the things that we need. It's no more since Cornelius the Gentile received the baptism of the Holy Ghost and his household and was baptized into the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. It was the first Gentile that received the Holy Spirit and took baptism in Jesus' name. Before, it was just Jews. And since that time in Acts chapter 10, amen, every Gentile has an opportunity to partake of the bread. Amen. Hallelujah. I want you to know that Jesus was born in Bethlehem. Bethlehem means the house of bread. It was the bread. He was the bread that never grew stale. The children of Israel who ate in the wilderness had been born in the house of bread. Amen. He grafted in a new branch, the Gentiles. Amen. And he is letting us know, amen, as Gentiles, that we do not have to settle for the crumbs that fall from the master's table. Amen. He told that woman, you're not worthy of even the crumbs. 
Amen. That fall from the master's table. Amen. And many times we're content with just the crumbs. We're content with, we're content with just saying, well, I've been baptized in Jesus' name. And I got the Holy Ghost. Amen. I'm so glad I'm a member of this church or that church. But I want you to know God didn't call us into the kingdom just to be a member of his church only. He called us here to be used mightily of the Holy Ghost. He called us here to grow. He calls He's calling us to a deeper depth and a higher height. He's calling us to go up on the mountain with him, to be mightily used of him, and to receive everything that he has. Oh, yes. Unbleached, enriched flour. Barley. Iron. Diamond, mononitrate, sobric acid. In that one piece is all kind of components. We just look at the bread. We say, well, I got the Lord. And that's enough, that's enough, that's enough. But is that enough just by itself? Amen. Yes, it's enough to get to heaven. But God wants us more to do more than just live for Him to go to heaven. Amen. Hallelujah. We got a job down here. We got a ministry down here. Every one of us are living epistles read and known of all men. Amen. I'll talk to the cleaner. Amen. I'll pay her a little extra. Praise God. Give her an extra time. Amen. I'll give her a pair of socks. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I want you to know we settle for the crumbs for too long. Come on somebody. We just settle for just the bare necessity. Amen. When the Lord has so much more for us. Well, I know that God can heal a headache. I'm not for sure about cancer, though. I'm not for sure if God can deal with COVID. Everybody else is dying. It's their time to go. How many here had COVID already? Oh, you're... Wait a minute. Shake, move your hands a little bit. I'll make sure you're alive. That's awesome. You ought to hoop and holler and run around the church five times and turn cartwheels. Can anybody turn cartwheels here? Who could turn cartwheels? Can you turn cartwheels? Can you? Can you turn cartwheels? Can you do it? Any of you kids can turn cartwheels? Huh? You? Can you? Get up here. Now, hold on. I'm going to get out of the way. Now, because I can't turn cartwheel, and evidently, I know this is crazy, but we ought to celebrate. You say, all this misuse in the word, in the house of God. Bread. Well, you just find fault with everything. This is a house of prayer. 
Amen. We are lifting up Jesus. Praise the Lord. I promise you that when you leave here, you will never forget this message. So I can't turn cartwheels. But while you turn cartwheels, you're turning them for me. And all these people that are too old and other things, other reasons that we won't go into, we can't do it anymore. But we really wish we could do it. I do. I ain't never done this before in my whole life. Everybody's on video, I tell you. I'm going to get calls to Global Mission tomorrow. You go do it for me while I worship the Lord. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Wait a minute. Where's the keyboard player at? Oh. He's already out. Okay, that's all right. I need to drum roll or something. Go ahead. Do us the cartwheel. Amen. More, more, more. All the way down, bro. I'm happy I've been born again. I'm happy I'm not in the grave. I'm happy I'm not on a ventilator in the hospital. I'm happy I don't have cancer. I'm happy I'm delivered. Come on, do it again, bro. Come on down. Come on down again. I know it's crazy. Amen. Carwheel, come on. Yeah. That's what I want to do. I can't do it. But one day, I'm going to do it. Amen. Hallelujah. Come get you a free pair of socks for that. Praise the Lord. Stay up there, brother. Go ahead. Stay up there. Y'all keep on playing. Come on. Let's have church. I'm telling you. That there's nothing impossible with God. Get some soul in you now. He's never changed. He is the same yesterday. He is the same today. And he is the same forever. He is still the miracle worker. He is still the devil chaser. He is still the deliverer. He is still the Holy Ghost filler. He is still healing physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually damage that has been done to you. Come on, somebody. Whatever you need. I want you to know that it's in the bread. Amen. The bread. It's in the bread of life. It's not in this, but it's in the bread. What do you need today? Amen. Well, I just don't believe in all this emotionalism. I don't get emotional, liar. You're married, you got a kid, you got emotional. 
Amen. You let your favorite song come on or your favorite football team come on. Amen. You're watching that preseason game last night. You know it's the second, third, fifth, fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth string, and most of them is not. I didn't watch it because I couldn't find it here on this channel. Amen. The Packers weren't playing on this channel. Amen. They just don't know who they are. But anyway, nobody knows. All right. Amen. Let's move on. But you know what? Amen. You watched it anyway. You watched that football game, that basketball game, and you got excited. Amen. Then you know what? Why do you just want to settle for a little bit of God? Don't be scared. You probably won't act like us. You'll probably act worse. <laughs> Amen. Somebody told me, well, I'm saved. And I asked him, well, have you been spoke with other tongues as the Spirit of God gave the utterance? No. And I asked him, why not? Is it in the book? Is it in the bread? Did the disciples receive it? Did Mary, the mother of Jesus, speak with tongues and take baptism in Jesus' name? Yes, she did. Acts chapter 2, Mary, the mother of Jesus, received the Holy Ghost because it's in the bread. It's in Him. All the fullness of the Godhead dwells in Him. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. There's some people here this morning. You need deliverance from demonic oppression. Amen. And bondage. And I want you to know that you're going to receive total deliverance because the bread that came down from heaven is in the house today. Amen. Hallelujah. 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 You're not going to settle for crumbs no longer. Amen. Hallelujah. But you want the whole loaf. I've done this several times. Usually, people get out of their seat, come running up and grab that bread open and grab three or four pieces and go back to their chair. Just signifying that they want everything. The pastor called me after I was gone from the church. Months later, he said, Brother, he said a woman in our church still had that piece of bread. And her friend called her. She was in the hospital and just got diagnosed with terminal cancer. This is before COVID. And she said her friend was not saved sanctified or filled with the Holy Ghost. She said, I know that you're a Christian. Would you come and pray for me? She said, I, I, I've never prayed for anybody before. 
uh, you know, like go in the hospital and pray for somebody, but, 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 but I'll come. So she remembered that bread. I'm not saying the bread did it. You understand. Reminder. She said, brother, she said that sister went and got that moldy bread. It had been sitting up for two to three months or however long it was. It was just sitting out. She didn't throw it away. And she took that bread. She went in the hospital with that bread because she, she remembered, God, I'm not selling for the crumbs. I just don't want you to touch my friend. I believe that you're going to heal her because she needs the whole loaf. Amen. She don't need just a little touch. She don't want to have to go through the surgery. And he said, she walked in there and she had the bread in her purse because she didn't want anybody to know. Amen. There it was. It was old. Amen. And she went and prayed for her friend. A saint. A saint that wasn't normal. It wasn't normal for her to do these things. A saint that got put on the spot. She couldn't say no. And her friend, the pastor said, came out of the hospital, completely healed of terminal cancer. I know it wasn't the bread. Somebody's got to get a hold of it. Amen. Because there's life in the bread. There's hope in the bread. Not just in a little bit to get you one miracle. Just a crumb. But I tell you, everything that you need is in the bread. Amen. Everything that you want is in the bread. And God has it for you. Amen. Today. If you will just, uh, if you will just reach out, if you will just believe that God is here. Last month, my wife got a dreaded phone call. Her brother was from Arkansas, was killed in a tragic accident. We believe that he was ready to meet the Lord. That's our hope. We left Illinois from Rockford. We drove all the way to Arkansas. We went to the funeral. While I was there on the, on the way back, to, on the way to Indiana where we was going to start our deputation. Hadn't been too long. I stopped at a friend's church. I called and he wanted me to preach. And I preached. A man came to the altar. A young man. And I went up to him and I said, repent of your sins. He said, they said he wanted the Holy Ghost. He'd been baptized in Jesus' name. And when I Listen for the man to repent. Start praying. He said, I, 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 thought, wow. He can't even talk. I found out after church, 
and he had like a stroke. I mean, it put him in the bed. He's finally getting out. He can't walk on his own. He's got the walker. And he can't talk. Things are not right in his body. It's the second time he came to church this year. Because he'd been laid in the bed. Didn't know if he would live or not. I called the pastor over, and I had the pastor lay hands on him, and then I laid my hand on the pastor's hand and began to pray for God to fill the man with the Holy Ghost. And all of a sudden, as God is my witness, he went from to begin to speak in fluent tongues. But that wasn't all. He began to praise the Lord with fluent English. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. And then he lifted up one hand. You see, he could have been, he could have just settled for getting the Holy Ghost. That, that's the greatest gift of all. I know that. But no, I leave him. My wife tells me. The pastor tells me after church, I'm praying with other people. Didn't have anything to do with me. My wife says, he's still talking in tongues. He lifts one hand off the walker. And he checks himself. Nothing wrong with that. He wanted the whole loaf. I never saw this miracle in my entire life. I've seen blind eyes open, deaf ears, and I stopped watching warts and moles fall off of people, overseas goiters on people's neck, drop on the ground and vanish. I've seen so many things overseas and in America. See, people, this year, two of them got out of wheelchair, and I told you about that. But this just happened since I left here. And I might have told you that. I don't know. But then he lifted up the other hand. And then he lifted both hands to heaven. My wife said, then he began to turn around. And he was still in the, the walker was still there. That was okay. And then he began to turn around some more. And then he pulled out. And the man that was real came into his legs. And he folded up the walker. And he left the church. Amen. The walker, amen, talking to everybody and walking out on his own accord. Oh, won't he do it? I said, won't he do it? That was Wednesday. We were in, come back to come to Indiana. I called the pastor on Sunday, Sunday afternoon. I said, "How's the man?" He said, "Oh, brother, we done baptizing people. They're already getting the Holy Ghost today." He said, "Our people didn't know what happened. 
But he said when, when he got up there and he started worshiping the Lord, amen, everybody knew where he was at. Amen. They said it set something off in our church. I tell you, it only takes one miracle like that. Somebody that accepts the bread, amen, to change the circumstances on the outside. We don't know. Amen. But God can do it today. I can tell you about Mary. I won't give her last name. I'm not saying that that's her first name, just calling her Mary. Horribly abused by her brother, who was a minister. Yeah, things happen. For 15 years, her brother abused him. I'm talking about in an apostolic home. When I met Mary, she had been through years of counseling. But she was still so wounded. She was functioning, but that was about it. She has kids, or kids. She was attending one of our churches. Somewhere between here and the North Pole. She was sick all the time. Always sick. Her whole life she'd been sick. In and out of the hospital all the time. And she came in for prayer. And I was there. And she told us her story. It wasn't something that needed to be broadcast to the whole church. It wasn't nobody's business. Your story is nobody's business. If you don't want nobody to know it, don't tell them. But do confide in somebody that can help you get victory. Don't live in that shame. Unresolved shame. Bitterness and anger and strife and contention. Amen. Because that's where the enemy's house is at. You can't allow him to have domination in any part of your life. You see, you're made up of three things, body, soul, and spirit. Your spirit is where God resides, and, and you have a human spirit. That's where it's at. Amen. And your soulless nature is your mind, will, and emotion. That is what is bruised by the world. That is what is affected in turmoil and in domestic problems and abuses situation. It's your soulless nature, your mind, will, and emotion. You know what your body is. It's what you see. But many people, they go through life. One failed relationship to another. Because the problem's not their mates. 
The problem is them. They have not healed. They cannot, you cannot worship oppression out of you. You cannot preach oppression out of you. You have to have that cast off of you in the name of Jesus. Now all these things help us and get us to that part, point. But as powerful as our singing is, we're not saved by the foolishness of singing. We are saved by the foolishness of preaching. But we got to cast those things off of you. First of all, you got to do your best and ask God to help you to forgive the people who've done you wrong. You say, I can't do that. They hurt me so much. Well, you know what? You hurt Jesus too. Your life has hurt Jesus. And you were, you were born in sin, shaped in iniquity. And in sin, your mother conceived you. And you've done horrible things and He died for you. But He has forgiven you. And if He can forgive you, you must forgive them. You can't forgive them on your own. But with God's help, I release the hold that they have on me. You just can't say it one time. You got to say it every time the enemy tries to bring it back to you. I forgive them. I forgive them. With your help, Lord, I forgive them. You got to get away from people. Who take advantage of you. Get away from the people. Find you a church. This is a good one. I know you might get hurt in the church, but you will never get hurt in the church like the world will hurt you. Amen? I believe that. No place is without hurt. People are people, and it's a shame, but it happens in the church. You can say, well, I just won't get in because it may happen again. It may. But you know what? If you leave your life afraid of being hurt, you have no life at all because loving is taking a chance of getting hurt. If you're in a marriage, you're going to get hurt again. Don't throw in the towel. Forgive each other and go home. That's what life is about. Pastors hurt you. People hurt pastors. It doesn't matter. We're human. And as much as we want to live for God and be spiritual, sometimes we find ourselves running our mouth off doing things that we shouldn't and hurting people because we have that Adamic nature in us the nature of Adam and Eve and you know when you're going to get rid of that when you get a new body but not until so don't let that be a reason I'm in the Holy Ghost right now don't let that be a reason for you not to get involved in a church on Facebook. Don't let that be a reason on, online. Don't let that be a reason why you don't attend in person. I might get hurt. Yeah, you might get hurt. But there's no healing like God's healing. And Mary, as we took authority over the spirit of infirmity, Again, as she had many times forgave those persons, person who had sexually abused her. She could never tell her mother and father. 
She tried to tell him as a little girl, but no, no, you're just imagining that. Secretly, she was very offended at them, but she didn't act like it. That's easy. We can do that. Amen? Nevertheless, we took authority over the spirit of infirmity. Mary got totally delivered. Now she's got had the Holy Ghost, baptized in Jesus' name. She's probably in church this morning, an hour behind us. She just said, I want everything God has for me. Can I go to heaven like I am? Probably. But am I going to be happy staying like I am? No. Am I sick and tired of being sick and tired? Yeah. Do I just want to keep on faking it till I make it? No. Do I want to keep on acting like everything's all right? And we know how to do it. All of us. We know how to put on the swag. But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. And surely he bore all of our sorrows and by his stripes we are healed. How long are you going to keep settling for the crumbs? Going through life, being miserable. When the inner healer is in the house. We talk a lot about outer healing. And I tell you stories of that. And the brother told a great one. And he's able to do that too. Yes. But what about your inner man? Because the bread's in the house today to do everything that you need. My good brother, he he got the Holy Ghost and got healed all at the same time. God's able to do that. But don't leave here with your inner man in turmoil. 
when the bread is in the house. Anybody want the bread? It's available. No? Anybody want the bread? Anybody? I know I'm making a mess. Please forgive me. Anybody want the bread? Everything that God has for you? I know we're going to pray for people to get the Holy Ghost and be healed in a minute. <laughs> Anybody want the bread?